I'm recording too. I'm recording. All right, let's go to time. I'm going to refresh it just in case, you know? Oh, yeah. Okay. So. Let's do 45. Okay. You know, I used to do um, bingo as a, like a, like a service thing with, at an old people's home. Oh, with, okay. Uh, you, with, <laughs> you said bingo as a service and I thought about an app. <laughs> Nope. <laughs> I like it. The it was with like a, a bunch of old hens, you know, in a nursing home, and um, mm-hmm. that one of the people who would call would get real into it, and she'd be like, she'd be like, twenty uh, seven. It's almost eleven. Like she wasn't very good at it, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm even worse, so I can't think of it. But one she said every single time was. 45 it's alive <laughs> no i don't even know how is bingo 45 what was 45 what did that even mean? i don't know i don't know I well know i guess happening. that you know you get the bingo thing and you know i'm used to playing the the little bingo cards but i guess you get the real big ones and you get your like bingo marker out and it can just have a ton of numbers on it something yeah. I don't, that's i just i don't even remember about the game uh, the only thing i remember from it was the way she'd say 45, it's alive. And then there was this this one lady that I loved to because what we would do, we'd sit next to the the ladies who needed some help and we'd help them out. Mm-hmm. Um and and one of them would like she didn't they didn't think she talked. She because mm. you know she she had dementia or whatever. Mm-hmm. But um so they just thought she didn't talk, but she would just like lean over really subtly and whisper. And 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 just talk shit on the the other women to me, mm. and that <laughs> <laughs> that was just the best because no. nobody thought she said anything, and they'd all say right. things in front of her like she didn't know what was going on, but she totally did. She just didn't want to have anything to do with these people. That's I I aspire to be sort of that kind of person <laughs> when I'm old. Um. Well, we might not make it. Yeah, because... no, that's uh, I've got a, a opinion piece uh, fresh off the presses today um, entitled COVID-19 isn't going anywhere. So schools must reopen, which is a remarkable logical leap in just two sentences. Um, cool. Li- cool, cool, cool. Later on, it says children need to be in school. Parents need to return to work. The world needs to keep turning. And I simply ask, does it? Does it? Does it? Really? Does it? You know what I think we should do with this piece? I'm not even going to finish reading the whole thing because it's just, it's just, we're throwing it away. It's in the trash. Excuse game. me. Yeah. Get well, me I'm going to, you, you may do that, but what I'm going to do with it is. That works. That too. piece is going to become part of a fatberg. I should get uh, an explosion uh, sound effect so we can just like blow them to pieces. That's that's how you handle the hot takes. You we have to. You have like, to. Yeah, it's like you know, a hot take is like you have to call in the bomb squad and they get their little robot out and then they like uh, you know put a thing over it to blow it up in place. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Just um, a little muffled explosion. <laughs> we really do need an explosions board. We do. Yeah, hmm. make a note of that. We call it the Hollywood board, maybe. <laughs> um, we'll get to work on that. Yeah, you yeah. had some keyboard follow up. I'm excited about. I you sent me you sent me a uh, a code. I sent you a missive. Yes, uh, your your keyboard has been shipped and it is currently oh. forecasted to arrive on Thursday. So, uh, well well in <laughs> advance. It'll be it'll be here in time for the next episode, uh, and hopefully we'll have like a live unboxing or something. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. I gotta, I'm gonna have to clean up my fun. desk. <laughs> it's so dirty. It's well, you've so got bad. advance warning now. So I just have piles, and I move the piles. There's why is there? I have like an order of like a bunch of yeah. No, my my, my cleaning pins. is sort of moving piles of junk from one place to another. You know, I have a pin that says "Immolate your local fascists." I have I have one that says "Working class anti-fascist." Uh, anti-nazi crew yeah i have i decided a while ago that i was gonna put myself on a list by ordering all of the um right yeah anti-fascist stuff off of etsy Mm -hmm. so i just figured like if i'm gonna be on a list i might as well get started get ahead of the pack on this right Um, that sounds good yeah my family also brought me so they went to you know um they went to yellowstone Mm -hmm. and they brought me back a yellowstone pin um, okay, but like 
which is nice, but I don't know what to do with it because I I think I you're meant to put these on like your backpack or something. But like then people will ask you, oh, how'd you right, like Yellowstone? Yeah. And I'm like, oh, I've never been. Right. Then like, yeah. Then they'll find out that you're stealing Yellowstone Valor. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I'm excited. Anyhow, that's all to say I'm going to clean up my desk. Yeah, we'll do something. I'm excited. I'm excited yeah. for this keyboard. So you, you, will, you, you will be in receipt of new keyboard. I am I, in receipt of my new keyboard as well, which is very exciting. Oh, nice. I've been waiting I, for this. I ordered it off Kickstarter. Um, I've been waiting for this. I had to I've do been, it for you. Yeah. <laughs> this is this is a Keychron uh, keyboard. That's the brand name. Um, and it is, uh, you can plug it in with USB-C, but it's also wireless, which is novel for a mechanical keyboard. Not a lot of them are wireless. I'm worried that I'm going to like it and I'm going to want to have the same keyboard at work. And I don't want to, I don't know. Am I going to transport my keyboard? No, no I'm just I trying think, to think ahead. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't the, know. The thing about becoming a keyboard person is you, 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 you can't, just have one you 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 start to accrue more and more of them oh yeah. no what have you gotten me into <laughs> well um, we'll see you may yet open it up and type on it and be like Ooh. <laughs> i hope not though <laughs> um i'm excited for that i'm also excited because i've got on my desk i've got here uh, a bottle of booch let me mm. open it hopefully this doesn't spray all over everything because oh 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 it's coming out oh, no 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 i closed it i closed it <laughs> I was quick. Okay. Yeah, you gotta you gotta burp it. Do you now, hear that? what 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 manner or style of booch is just be, this? Just be quiet, real quick. Oh. Is that picking it up? Ooh, a little bit. Yeah, I yeah. I hear a little uh, bit of fizzy. This is the Health Aid Kombucha Pink Lady Apple. Oh, that's one of my so favorite. So I have not tried it yet. So let's mm -hmm. try it. Let's see. Now, wow, huh? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Isn't it nice? It's not, because it's like apple juice, but with, you know, a, a more sourness and some fizziness to it. Which is perfect for a Pink Lady Apple. I, right, yeah. This may be my favorite. Mm. This wow. is like a perfect balance. Wow. Yeah. So now you also you went out and you you uh, got several of the. I had a I had a kombucha roundup. Yeah. Um, <laughs> kombucha unboxing video. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. An unbottling. The first one I opened like sprayed all over me. I got the first oh. one I tried was the GT Dave's trilogy. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. What'd um, you think? I thought it was good. I have to say that. It the flavor wasn't strong enough. Okay, yeah. For yeah. what I was expecting. You know what I um, think you're gonna like then is like the gingerade. Now I so then last night I had the gingerade, mm. and that one hit the spot. Yeah, I could, yeah, yeah. It that could one because be the ginger gives you a little bit of Bernie. You know, just yeah. A and little I like bit, yeah. I like the I like the burn. I mean, look, I like the Bernie. You know, right? Yeah, you're a you're a spicy you know peppers man. Huge. I'm a huge Bernie fan. Right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it was it it was it was good. Uh, now, but the thing is, now that I've had this Health Aid Pink Lady Apple, I'm 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 like rethinking it. Mm, mm. Well, uh, I will say that. Um, Health Aid has a ginger lemon flavor as well. That because you, you this is try. so good. Yeah. This um, is almost found... exactly what I thought kombucha was going to taste like. Like mm. in my mind, this is what I thought it was going to be. Yeah. And it's very good. I wonder, does this, this have more thing. sugar? Is that why it's getting me? No, maybe, it's about the same. Maybe. maybe it's like three more grams. Yeah. Now, I went and tried the kombucha that you had tried, which is the Hum brand the kombucha. Hum. <laughs> um, yeah. And the first thing I noticed is that they have sort of weird flavors. They don't have like conventional flavor. They don't have a ginger ale. They don't have a pink lady apple. They have like weird flavor combinations. So yeah. the two that I got were raspberry hops and ginger juniper. Um, oh. And they were both bad, frankly. Um, they both didn't. This is the thing. I think they're trying to be different, and I think they're trying to be sort of vaguely healthy. So, like, they didn't really taste like much of anything. That that's what the thing with the coconut one was. It like yeah. it didn't taste like anything. Like when I got to the very bottom, and you know, I got to like 
the 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 um the the what is that what you would say like the the drag the scum, yeah, the the scum, the yeah, yeah, right. on the bottom you yeah. know then i was like oh, oh oh okay now i see what they were going for <laughs> right so but, i tried the, i tried the hum kombucha and i tried the raspberry hops first and that tasted mostly like a sort of like raspberry lacroix with an aftertaste mm. of robitussin Yuck. it was not good Yuck. it tasted it tasted sort of like um a bad fruity beer because it had like the hops in it you know yeah um then i tried the ginger juniper and that one was juniper is not no if i wanted to drink juniper i'd just have gin (laughs) (laughs) yeah i don't think so i don't i am not a i don't think i'll be purchasing that brand in the future that just you know there are other better options yeah well see i'm glad that that was that wasn't like what all kombucha tastes like because right after I'm, trying gl- that, I'm glad like, that well, you tried other kombuchas and learned that they can be good. Because I, when I had the hum kombucha, I was like, "Oh, if this is what Aaron had, he's gonna think that kombucha is <laughs> not that interesting or good." <laughs> no, it was like really boring. The yeah. the um, what I like about the particularly, I felt like the ginger GT Dave's had mm-hmm. that yeasty flavor, and I like I like that. Like I like yeah, the, yeah, yeah. Um, the ginger. What is it? The um. Crap, what is it? Uh, ginger beer. It's like an Australian brand. Oh, it's, you're oh, talking like Vegemite? Um, Bund- Bundaberg. Oh, yeah. And like it has like, it's it's like brewed, uh, you know, and it has like a ginger, it has a yeastiness to it. And so like, I like that flavor um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. in the ginger one. It, it wasn't so strong, I didn't think, in the the trilogy um mm-hmm. but i did yeah i liked them both but this pink li- i mean this this is a game changer this is yeah yeah man. well i got um i went to the store in fact just this morning to a place that had uh uh they you know i was absolutely spoiled by the kombucha flavors there they had nor- normally the grocery store that i go go to only carries like two flavors of the health aid brand and then like yeah. several more of the gt's brand but this place i went this morning had like all the health aid flavors so i got to try um they have a flavor that's blood orange carrot ginger and yes I'm very, very interested in that yeah yeah that sounds good mm-hmm. i i think i ordered that one but they didn't have it i did a i did a instagram yeah they've got so. they've got uh they've got uh, i things that i think that you would appreciate they've got the ginger lemon of course they've got mm-hmm. um They've got a jalapeno kiwi cucumber. I don't know about that. Sounds very interesting. I don't um, know about that. And then they've got one called cayenne cleanse, which is uh, ginger, lime, and a little bit of cayenne. Listen, after what I've gone through this week, I don't need any cleanses. I'm cleansed. <laughs> I'm so clean. Uh, so clean. I will say th- the so I've had the ginger lemon, I've had the pink lady apple, and the other one that I've had is the grape vibes, uh, which is very good. Ooh, well, that sounds so. good too. That's yeah. probably just like just like wine. You know what I mean? See, this right. is what well, scares me though. Even, I feel like they have one that's called bubbly rose. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like this is that this is how they get me. This is how they get me to become a wino, and I'm not gonna mm, do it. Right. <laughs> like I won't I've never I I yeah, this I just is, don't it's want the to. gateway to wine. <laughs> yeah. And I don't want to become a wine guy, you know? Mm-hmm. Just that, yeah, no, that's the that, last we thing. We don't we don't need more guys. <laughs> that's the last thing everyone needs for me to be. It's a wine guy. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait, I had my bottle complaint. Oh, your bottle complaint. My bottle complaint. I need complaint. to do a reverse one of these. I still I don't know. The- but so one thing you may have noticed uh, comparing the GT's bottle and the Health Aid bottle is that the yeah. GT's bottle has a much wider mouth on the bottle, and yeah. this makes it much easier to open. Um, my my complaint yeah. with the Health Aid bottle and the Hum bottle is that the lid is just too small, and it's very hard to get your get your hand around and put enough torque on it because these things are pressurized, so they're tight. Yeah, so that's my. This is my. I guess my I did, humble I didn't... plea. I guess my, I didn't notice that because I'm uh, I'm like a real alpha man. and I right. have a big strong grip. So I'm, I'm just my, a giant Chad. Just, my big, listen, my I, big, I just wrenched it. I just wrenched the whole top off. It cracked. My big calloused uh, yeah. thumbs just it was no match. Right. Uh, you know, but yeah, no, I get out for someone like That's, you that would. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> soy boy drinking kombucha <laughs> making the drinking the kombucha making the yeah. soy face anyway, yeah that's okay you know, oh. put put larger lids on your on yeah your no I'd, I'd be down it makes it easier to drink too yeah for yeah. sure <clears throat>
Speaking of Chad's, um, mm. we were talking. I put this in a while ago. It's maybe it's not timely, but uh, I found this news item by Mayor. Mayor well, I'm calling him Mayor Garadelli. Yeah. Um, Merrick Donkey Confetti. Formerly, <laughs> formerly known as Mayor Derek Rigatoni. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, he's you know aka mayor eric garcetti of uh los angeles he said uh well f he, first of all i know when we come up with these names people are gonna say that it's racist but it's an italian surname you can't be racist against italians because italians aren't real people so <laughs> checkmate um the <laughs> <laughs> Mara Mer Bamblioni said <laughs> said uh, a while a couple weeks ago. This this just listen to this this quote from the article from like a Yahoo News article about the economy reopening. Okay, Los Angeles Mayor uh, Tony Taglioni on Sunday said uh, L.A. opened too quickly and again warned that the city was close to imposing some type of new stay-at-home order as coronavirus cases continued to spike. Speaking on CNN, Bocciatelli was asked about a Los Angeles Times editorial that criticized the rapid reopening of California, which was followed by a major surge in both new COVID-19 cases and hospitalizations. And here's what the, the freaking bambino of it all said. I think a lot of people don't understand mayors often have no control what happens or what opens up and doesn't. That's either at a state or county level. And I do agree that those things happened too quickly. Yeah. 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 Listen, I am I am merely the, the mayor of one of the largest cities in the US. I have absolutely no power to city influence that's anything. Bigger than like the, the the some of the Most states nations. in this country, some of the nations in this country, but yeah, you know we we only control the freaking docks where like eighty percent of the of the country's goods come through. Yeah, no, we have no ability to do anything. We have nothing. I have no power whatsoever. Yeah, I'm only in charge of where four million people live. You know, Excuse and all I can do me? is throw up my hands and say, "Welp." Yeah. <laughs> Listen, I have nothing to do with it. <laughs> And that's just the thing that, like, I don't know, like, I, I, the people that continue to take these people seriously at all, you know what yeah, I mean? It's right. You're just bound to be disappointed. You're just bound to be confused and experience whiplash constantly until you reckon and realize that, like, oh, these, these people are clowns. These people are not that smart. Mm -hmm. They They are not actually in it to do anything. Like... The fact that none of these clowns have actually done anything in this moment, which is the moment most ripe for being able to take, uh, you know, interesting and new actions. Right. You know what I mean? Like when yeah. else? When else are they going to come out and be be the hero? Right. Well, this is the thing that I observed this week is that like, um, basically, uh, no one wants to take any of the actions that we need to take because they're afraid of having responsibility or having to take responsibility for anything they're just like no i don't want to listen i don't you know hey i don't want you can't put that on me i'm i'm merely the mayor of a <laughs> large merely, city <laughs> i'm merely the elected official who yeah. is the whole point of having is this right I, yeah. i'm the mayor of a city that has a greater population than some states <laughs> Just, just ridiculous, just utterly ridiculous. But listen, I'm just a, I'm just a simple country mayor. This guy <laughs> wants to be president. He wants to be. I don't know if he still wants to be president. I think yeah. maybe after this, he's like, oh, never mind. Yeah, but no, like, that's a geez, boy. You'd really, <laughs> hmm, you could really uh, get in some trouble there. <laughs> you'd really have to do things then, and yeah. whoa, we couldn't do that. Come on, man. Yeah, yeah, I'm just sick with these clowns. <laughs> Um, we have an ad. We do. Now, this week, oh, let me, where's my papers? Mm. My business papers. Oh, sorry, they're back here behind me. This week, this week, uh, this is, this is actually a vaccination certificate. <laughs> here, here we go. There we go. Um, oh, hey, what's this? Overdue bill. <laughs> oh yeah, that is a bill. That's a, okay. Um, so 
this week we're we're sponsored by um, the official Freedom Freedom from Mugging Foundation. Yeah. Now, the FFMF. The FFMF. As this, I mean, it's probably what everyone else will ask. Um, the FFMF wants to make sure that you understand your rights. Mm-hmm. That uh, that you can can join this this uh, foundation, and they will send you a complimentary um, freedom from mugging membership card. Now, mm-hmm. what you can do is present this membership card to any um, low level thieves, thugs, um, burglars, like men dressed in. Uh, Con- old school convict like striped outfits right on the run yeah. from the lot. anybody uh, who holds you up cowboys outlaws right anybody who's gonna hold you up at gun or knife point or fist point however um mm-hmm. you simply present this card and and uh, explain to them that you are actually um free from you, being have, a, you have a right to not be mugged it's in the constitution right. It is your constitutional right as a citizen. Um, and the fact that most people don't know this and aren't taking advantage of it is something that really bothers the Freedom from Mugging Foundation. So that's yeah. that's why they sponsored us today. That's why they want you to, to, to sign up to get your Freedom from Mugging card. Yeah. The Freedom from Mugging Foundation, not from my cold dead hands. This papers is getting excessive. I found I found um, the immunization record uh, mm. the, from for for uh, my dog Waffles. Oh, and I I realized when I was doing that bit that on the back um, there was a tag, a dog tag, taped mm. to it, and I think we never put her tag on her. Oh, <laughs> this well, whole time. Here better it is. late than never. I'm just thinking about if there are dog anti-vaxxers now. Who are like, no, listen, if you give my my dog the shot, then they will get rabies. So let's look this up. Dog, <laughs> dog anti <laughs> You know, that would be a great search to have when you appear on Idle Curiosities. <laughs> uh, some active vaxxers aren't getting their pets vaccinated. Time.com. Well, of course not, because that would just be inconsistent. <laughs> yeah, really? I mean, you gotta you gotta give them credit. Yeah. For excuse me for going full in here. Um, speaking of uh crazy people, we've got we've got some news. We've got a news roundup yeah. this week. Mm-hmm. Here we go. Uh, first thing, Trump's postmaster general, uh, which uh previously reported he had has made the postmaster general uh this guy who was a mega donor and like hates the postal service. Um, he is cleaning house and has, uh, I guess, fired most of the folks in charge um, and centralized power. Um, this on top of the, um, you know, deliberately d- delaying mail and generally trying to make the Postal Service suck. So that's cool. I want to say something because um, I here because a lot of people it's like popular for like people on the left uh, to be like, everyone worried about were you worried about trump kind of a thing like um i don't know this seems like a <laughs> a pretty big deal um yeah it seems like he could definitely cause a lot of problems by this mm-hmm. uh with like you know what i mean they, they're like ah, oh, yeah. you know trump's trump's not gonna win the election but it's like yeah but um i right. don't know he could yeah. really I mean, screw they, with yeah. it the the Republicans have wanted to privatize the Postal Service for some decades now. I mean, that's why they hamstrung it in 2006 with that requirement that it prepay retirement contributions, which literally no other company or governmental agency has to do. Um, the Postal Service was doing pretty well before that, and, and then they weren't anymore when they had to start paying massive amounts of money. And now they're deliberately slowing the delivery of first-class mail and all that. Um, I mean, the it, thing I'm worried most about is that it's going to, like, screw with the election. Right. Well, and that's almost certainly the entire point, is that they want to just delay things so that the election will just be, you know, total in total chaos because, you know, that if they can just, uh, you know, sort out all of the election mail... And delay it until after you know it, it's legally required to arrive. Then that'll be great for them. So it seems yeah. like what they're trying to do is to make the election so confusing and close and uh, 
disputed. Yeah, they're, they're trying that to muddy the water. If it goes waters. to the Supreme Court, if something happens, then they can use that as leverage. And it's like uh, that's uh, I. I'm not yeah, super we're gonna, confident. We're gonna have hanging chads, except it'll just be delayed mail-in ballots. You know. Yeah. So. I mean, um, however, it does seem that lawmakers are increasingly t- uh, paying attention to this. And in fact, uh, one of my senators, uh, who is on the uh, Homeland Security and Governmental Affairs Committee, is leading mm-hmm. an investigation into the uh, delays and things like that. And so I put a link in the show notes for a form on his website where he is collecting stories uh, related to Postal Service issues. So please go complain about the Postal Service to him. No, I feel bad because everyone's been having postal delays and I don't think I have. I've Yeah. I don't know if I'm on some sort if it's because I'm on this list from buying all of these yeah. Antifa things, but uh I uh I mentioned to you that every package that I have been sent via the postal service since March uh is has been delayed at least one day from when it was predicted to arrive if not longer in fact there's one i'm looking at my deliveries now and there's one that says delivered by today but then it also says in transit arriving late which means it will not be here today so that's cool we love that not cool speaking of not cool jerry falwell jr he got uh he got quite lit uh this week um (laughs) he he uh was noticed because he posted a photo to his instagram uh in the photo Paul will post on his Instagram account. He is standing with his pants unzipped and midriff exposed next to a woman whose pants are also unzipped and whose midriff is bared. You can see he is holding underwears. a glass of dark colored liquid, which drew some notice online because Liberty University, the university that he's in charge of, strictly bans students from drinking alcohol. Um, yeah. So, you yeah. know, I have no doubt that as the son of a televangelist that he's actually doing a lot of debauchery behind the scenes. Um, oh, yeah. But yeah. uh um, it was announced yesterday that he will be taking an indefinite leave of absence from Liberty University, um, which is cool. That's sort of like the indefinite leave of absence that I'm currently on from my first job at Wendy's. Um, <laughs> uh, we wish we wish him good luck. Maybe he can do, I don't know, something else with his life. There's, there's, a, there's a really good book I highly recommend people read. Um, it's by it's by Kevin Roos. He's that guy the New York Times that does all the tech kind of Silicon Valley reporting now. But he he uh, his first claim to fame was he did a book uh, where he went in as an embedded person into Liberty University. Like he just he signed up to be a student there mm, mm-hmm. and wrote all about the experience of and basically investigated Liberty University while he was there. Mm-hmm. Um. And uh, it's called The Unlikely Disciple, A Sinner's Semester at America's Holiest University. And uh, it is pretty, pretty interesting. It's a pretty good read. Um, <laughs> but it's a pretty wacky place. Uh, yeah. I, I almost, I almost did. <laughs> this is what's so crazy is I almost did a doctorate through Liberty University. Oh, dear. Because they were, they were yeah. offering me a lot. Hmm. But uh, I'm glad I did it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um and finally, uh yeah. Apple is being dumb. So Apple, you know, got in a big kerfluffle a few months ago because they uh were denying the Hey email app from getting uh-huh. updated. Um yeah. and instead of learning from that experience, uh they're apparently being more and more dumb because they have confirmed that apps uh such as Google Stadia, um uh Microsoft XCloud or Nvidia's GeForce Now will not be allowed on the app store. These are basically video game streaming apps that let you play like, uh, you know, Xbox games or PC games on your phone, sort of streaming it from somewhere else. These are not allowed on Apple's platform. Uh, and the reason wow. for this is that um, they say that basically this is sort of like a, uh, a, a backdoor app store to like games that they don't, they can't review. Yeah. Um, but, but I think we both know what's actually going on here, which is like they're trying to protect apple arcade revenue and also just it be, is what it is. you know generally yeah. dumb um I, I don't know why they think this is a good idea this is just a really silly thing to do and uh it makes it more and more difficult for me to want to buy apple products because like just i, I don't know this their whole thing is that they're like trying to like curate like a high quality app experience and so it's like well we can't review these these games on, on these services so we won't know that they're you know, like providing a high quality experience or whatever. But then like there are just tons of crappy apps on the app store, like literally just tons <laughs> just, of them, tons of shovelware. So like 
you're not fooling anyone at this point. And I don't know. I, I w- Apple is uh, very presumptuous, and I wish that they would just uh, swallow. They're their very, pride. they're very uh, monopolistic, acting like a like a big bad company. Which was, yeah. so I was led to believe that they were the good, the good company, hmm. but hmm. apparently yeah. not. Apparently yeah. not. Oh, there wasn't even supposed to be a segment there. I don't. Sorry, I don't. Know uh, you know that. that's fine. It's been a week. It's yeah. been a week, Andrew. Um, um this is uh, there was This a, is the <laughs> Do you want to introduce this? I don't even. <laughs> there is um people going around the uh, there's a tweet, it was a TikTok and this became a, a tweet. People are attempting to basically intim- intimidate like grocery store workers like and like restaurant workers like essential workers. Mm-hmm. Uh you know, getting paid minimum wage or whatever. Uh, and taking their life into their own hands so that you can go shop your variety of uh, of deodorants, you know. Right. Yeah. Um, and they're they're pretending to be the freedom from the Freedom to Breathe agency. They've they've clipped a little uh, like an ID card. You know, they've got an ID card clip on their right. shirt. Um, let me, I should I just play? Will this go through? Can you hear this? Uh, like, I heard uh, it when you played it. Yeah, earlier. Let so, me try. Yeah. Hopefully this comes through. <laughs> now she's wearing. Describe to me the the fit. So she's this, wearing this, sunglasses. This she's wearing sunglasses inside. Um, she's mm-hmm. wearing like camo leggings mm-hmm. and a bright green tank top, and then sunglasses and a baseball hat. So yeah, yeah, like um, a like a like a beige dad hat. And exactly flip-flops. how you expect a federal agent to dress. <laughs> yeah. So. She's handed this paper. She's she's served a yeah. notice to this right. grocery store yes. worker. <laughs> you have been served. Yeah. <laughs> First of all, these people are so yeah, out. no, right. <laughs> <laughs> You guys need to be careful. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't know what. I mean, it's silly. Um, we've talked about the freedom to breathe agency before. It's not a real thing. I like that she says that it's a we the people organization. What, what does <laughs> you know, that even mean? You know, mean? like one of those we the people organizations. Yeah, I did you know, find think all, Andrew. Uh, think of all the other we the people organizations. Right. Yeah, you've got the uh, the NRA. Uh, um, <laughs> I don't you've know. Got, You've got, um, I, you know what, come to think of, I've never heard of that. I've never heard of that. Never heard of that. Yeah. Um, I think I found the form that, that what I believe to be the form that, that she handed the the poor worker because it's on the freedom to breathe agency's website. There's a form, um, which can't decide if it's like a complaint form or like a record of violation form, but it says, um, I am exempt from wearing a facial covering. This is a notice to inform that I am exempt from any ordinance requiring wearing a facial covering. Wearing a facial covering poses a physical and or mental health risk to me as a result of my disability slash medical slash mental health condition. Under the Americans with Disabilities Act Title III, I'm not required to disclose any of my medical conditions or health information to anyone. Of course, you just did by giving this form, but whatever. <laughs> if found in violation of ADA laws, organizations and businesses can be fined up to $75,000 and up to $150,000 for any subsequent violations. ADA violations must be filed in writing with the Department of Justice ADA Violation de- Department. Get more information at justice.gov slash CRTs. It's like they copied and pasted stuff, and then they have a violation information line, and then they have ADA, they have the... Uh, uh, Address of the Department of Justice. They have the seal of the Department of Justice. And then at the bottom, it says record of ADA violation, business name, date, address, employee name. So I guess you're supposed to fill out the form and then be like, here, have this. And then I don't know (laughs) if I were this employee, I would just like crumple it up in my hands. Um, Yeah. Oh, my gosh. But this is. uh, um. Yeah, I, I, I tried to find out who exactly is behind this freedom to breathe agency thing. 
and yeah. the domain names have been anonymized uh, and it's hosted on Wix, so no dice there. But I did notice that this form that they have on their website is actually from Michigan United for Liberty uh, and was able to research that a little bit. Um, they're an anti-masker group that uh, grew out of um, anti-vaxxer groups um, mm. and their founder and uh, uh, you know um, current leader is a chiropractor, which is all very cool. <laughs> I love getting advice on um, what you know, is, oxygen what is, what or whatever. A, what does a bone guy know about uh, masks? Yeah, know. What does he know well, about? They've got here, they've got here on the uh, Freedom to Stick Breathe. Stick to the bones. Stick to the bones, man. If you go to the Freedom to Breathe Agency website and then click resources, you get importance of breathing. Breathing is a vital biological activity <laughs> to physical and emotional well-being. Oxygen is number one nutrient for every living organism, including humans. Wearing a face mask is an unhealthy obstruction of oxygen flow that can lead to hypoxemia which is not what that's, and hypoxia. Both of these conditions are health-threatening and can permanently damage the brain, lungs, heart, and about any other or organ. <laughs> uh, wearing a face mask has also very important effect on our psychology. It is a psychological anchor for suppression, enslavement, and cognitive obedience. When you wear a mask, you are complicit in declaring all humans are dangerous, infectious, and threats. How long do you think it will be before your social engineers tell you that talking spreads the virus farther and they forbid talking? Um, by the way, there's no, they, they have some, some references here, but they have nothing, uh, uh, that speaks to the fact that wearing a mask causes a decrease in well, oxygen, which is, you say that and I say that it does. Well, we should so. debate our plans. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, they do, they do link to, um, the occupational safety and health administration, which says oxygen deficient is any atmosphere that contains less than 19.5% oxygen, uh, which is like, that's true, but also not relevant <laughs> uh, wow yeah i don't know this, this is, is silly just wild i just love how also it's like important she seems like some like a german lady she's, yeah i'm not sure she has an accent i can't she, place she has an accent i can't quite place but this reminded me of something that i put in the show notes a while back in it but now we can now we can fully deploy this this idea but i basically i want to start pronouncing white pundit and like right right wing people there i want to pronounce them their names with german accents mm. is that anything like uh like uh who have we know. talked about so far on this show like jerry oh, jerry 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 falwell <laughs> <laughs> i don't know i'm not um hmm, i don't know ben shapiro sure. i can't none of these names work dang it yeah that's the thing air, I don't air know. falwell <laughs> yeah I don't know. I'm working on it. Okay. Yeah. Give me a break. The show's not called. The show's not called. I know exactly what I'm doing. Okay. <laughs> this is true. We were talking before the show. And we're like, we put entirely way too much work into this show. We're going to, our promise to you is that we're going to dial that back. Yeah. I know you guys are like, man, you guys are doing way too much of this show. The quality is just too high. Um, it makes me feel inferior when I listen to it. Um, and that's not what we're here for. Yeah. yeah. We're here for so, summer goals. <laughs> right. And now so you have some summer that's, goals. That's well, let's put that a one. That's, that's our summer goal is, uh, dial back the work slash quality of this show. <laughs> that's number one with the bullet. The other one is, ne is never get involved. Mm. Doesn't like, that sound like uh, a good goal? Yeah. Yeah. Well, because, you know, this is the thing. People get involved and then and then it's, and then it's bad for look them. what happens to them. Look what happens to them. Yeah. They they go. They go. You know what? Let me just let me dip my toe into the discourse. And next thing you know, mm -hmm. you're bobbing up and down in the big, vast ocean of discourse. Yeah. You, and you, you can't you, find land. You, you must observe the discourse, you know, as a spectator. You, you must not get involved in it. Because that is get sucked in. that's where it gets bad. And probably one of the best ways to do that is our, is our third goal is never tweet. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's never been a better time to not tweet, frankly. <laughs> really, really, that's quite true. I've actually been uh, practicing this uh, this week. Mm. Um, mm -hmm. I, think, I think maybe I tweeted like once or twice this whole week. Um, I, I tweeted about, let's see what, see what my tweets were this week. Um, they weren't very good. I think mm -hmm. I said, um, I'm actually the mayor of Thailand, but nobody even runs this stuff by me. 
Yeah. Oh, that was, was a good one because I guess was, what was the whole thing about that? Was Donald tr- Trump called it Thailand? Right, Instead and of then, Thailand, and then uh, Dinesh D'Souza. Uh, <laughs> Wait, are we? Maybe we should do Italian. Italian yeah. is better. Yeah. And then Dinesh D'Souza. He yeah. decided okay, that um, he needed to fall on this sword for Trump, and he said, um, "You know, actually, um, outside of America, it is pronounced Thailand. So actually, um, you know, ipso facto, Trump is right." It was a very silly tweet. <laughs> And then he just like doubled down on it. He's yeah. like, no, 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 no. You guys are misunderstanding me. And it's just right. like my, my guy. Yeah. <laughs> just quit it. I think I'm just looking back. Okay. I tweeted about being the mayor of Thailand. And then um, six days ago. So that's still this week. I said, thinking I about adding an insatiable, irrational, and counterproductive beef to my personality. Alas, oh, yeah. there were no examples to be found on this web page. <laughs> I that's tweeted, it. That's two uh, weeks of tweets. Uh, this week. week, I tweeted. I tweeted American track, which is of course what Amtrak is short for. American track. <laughs> Wait, where uh, is um, it? I got. I got to find. See, this is the problem with not tweeting: is that if there's so the few ones. tweets, you miss the good ones. But <laughs> I'm gonna I'll go paste back. It in. This, there we this go. is what I'm gonna do every Saturday. I'm just gonna go back. Um, I tweeted about our podcast. I tweeted in response to um, Amtrak unveiled uh, the new uh, design for um, their long distance charger locomotives, and it's very bad. So I just quote tweeted it and said, Um, I did get involved in the discourse briefly because Matt Iglesias had a tweet. He was responding to a tweet that said, what is your most extreme take that is sufficiently unrelated to the culture war that you wouldn't be canceled for it? And he said, it would be better, all things considered, to go back to the norm where everyone has to dress up, suit ties for men, etc. for work and office jobs. I just quote tweeted that and said, no. Um, (laughs) And then I tweeted, I tweeted, IDK, I'm just built different. I actually can believe it's not butter. Which I think is a good tweet. That was a good one. That was a good one. I saw that one live. Um, then there was uh, um, a tweet uh, where someone says, in, in the course of trying to answer weird questions from my son, I've learned about Felicette, Fili- the tuxedo cat the French sent to space for basically no good reason. And there's a lovely picture of this tuxedo cat strapped into some sort of apparatus. And uh-huh. I just retweeted that and said, Bonjour. <laughs> Bonjour. Bonjour. <laughs> Je suis le space cat. I go into space. <laughs> <laughs> See, the cats get French accents, and the right wing people space, get Italian I come back, accents. I eat the cheese. I'm on uh, <laughs> I'm a Don Jerry Falwell. <laughs> I am in less space. <laughs> <laughs> We're already starting our goal. This is how good we are. Our goal mm. to dial back the work and the quality of the show. We've already <laughs> started it. Right I worry now. that we are inadvertently increasing the problematicness of the show, though. <laughs> Well, you know what? It has been a minute since we've gotten canceled. And yeah, that's true. That that probably There's been is good all this discourse us. about cancel culture, but there haven't been any actual cancellations recently. So yeah. So we yeah. we we put ourselves up there to just do cancel us. Yeah, yeah. Right. You know what? Hey, it, hey Aaron. I wonder hey. if it's one of those things like where you pretend to like it's like a fetish for you, so it mm. turns people off and they don't want to do it. Right. You know what I mean? I wonder cancel if it's me, like that. Daddy. You're like, oh yeah, cancel me, baby. <laughs> Where were we at? We're at well, I think we have to do this again. Get us back on track. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hang on one moment. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, hey, uh, I know what you love, Aaron, and I know that you oh. love tax advantage savings accounts. Better than anybody else. You just love to have IRAs. Uh, uh, um, we love to have those. You don't have a um, lot of extra money. And so yeah. it's really good to have a place to put that extra money. Yeah, you have your HSA, your FSA, you have your uh, uh, children's loan, My one of MDMA. those 539 plants. Yeah, exactly. Um, Senator Doug Jones uh, and Senator Cory Gardner have introduced the American Dream Down Payment Act of 2020. <laughs> Bipartisan legislation that would help prospective homeowners save for a 20% down payment by creating special tax advantage savings accounts. So now you will have your HSA, your health savings account, and your HSA, your home savings account. Um, they, they, <laughs> what they seem to have discovered here is that um, millennials are not buying homes. And of course, the yeah. reason that millennials are not buying homes is because we are not sufficiently tax advantaged to buy homes. Um, so what they want to yeah, do is it. provide, um, you know, similar to a 529 plan. Uh, you know, a special savings account for us to put 
uh, all of the money that we obviously have to save into so that we can save for a down payment. Because um, obviously it. we just this have tons everything. of money. Yeah, no, we just have, we don't, listen, we have the money, we have nowhere to put the money. Yeah. Now borrowers that they, we have of color to put the money. Borrowers of color have been locked out of affordable home ownership for decades. <laughs> Love to be a borrower of color. <laughs> the American Dream Down Payment Act is a new tool to help make home ownership a reality. This is, to all you borrowers of color out there, we're pleased to announce that we're going to help make up the housing gap by giving you a uh, a special savings plan that you probably this is, like, this is like someone who read BIPOC once and was like, oh, borrowers of color, borrowers, <laughs> <laughs> borrowers and indigenous people of color. <laughs> uh. oh. Consumers of color, yeah, boy, you could, jeez. <laughs> This uh, is the man, Doug Jones. Doug Jones. Good thing, good thing we got him there in the Senate. Good thing yeah. we got that Democrat from Alabama. So, so that's that's an example of how our um, Congress people have their eye on the ball, and then uh, our executive branch also has its eye on the ball. You know, there are I lots. Think you're, of, you're thinking of the term of uh, um, ball in the eye. Oh, hmm, <laughs> yeah. maybe. Um, as you know, there are lots of problems facing America: um, coronavirus, right. economic right. catastrophe. Um, but the, the most important thing, um, the thing that our executive branch is spending the most important time on is of course, TikTok. Hit, hit me with that TikTok. Oh, wait, where is it? Yeah. Um, this came in, this is smoking hot off the presses today. Um, <laughs> oh yeah, here it goes. <laughs> <laughs> in front of Trump, trade advisor Peter Navarro and other aides late last week, Treasury Secretary Steve Mnuchin began arguing that the Chinese-owned video-sharing service TikTok should be sold to a U.S. company. Navarro pushed back, demanding an outright ban of TikTok while accusing Mnuchin of being soft on China. Um, the secretary appeared to be taken aback. The ensuing well, argument, which was described China. by one of the people familiar with it as a knockdown dragout brawl. So they got into a shouting match in the Oval Office over TikTok, of all things, because they've got their eye on the ball. This is definitely <laughs> definitely the things that we should be arguing about right I now. I just want to get a video of that and set it to some... <laughs> yeah. I don't... I don't... Why did they... Who... I, I still don't understand why they care so much about an app where teens post, uh, you know... Because... 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 You know, Baron's always on his TikTok. Oh, uh, mm, yeah. And they're always like, Baron, come on, you you got to do your chores. Oh, let's be, no, he doesn't have no. chores. What? Yeah. What would they want him to be doing? Um, I don't know. What are they? Come, there's a photo op. You're not you got to right. do your hair for the photo. And he's like, leave me alone, mom. I'm on my TikTok. And you know, yeah. and Kellyanne yeah. Conway's daughter's on there. Yeah. Maybe that, I don't know. Yeah, it's it's bizarre. Um, it's stupid. It's a giant. They've just been wasting their time with it for like the past two it's weeks just or a, It's just a culture war thing is all yeah. it is. And well, the that, I think that that's the like, thing is that they, they perceive that, you know, the kids on the, are on there and they're not, um, you know, the, the kids are not, uh, uh, you know, Republicans on that app. So, you know, it's, it's so they don't obviously they've lost the culture war on they that They can just part. like so they'll make just ban it, it as a... It's just a battle that they can win that like old people will like because they're like, yeah, those dang millenniums on their ticker talkers all day. And then, you know, it's just it's just fuel for the mangy, yeah. gross Fox News people. Um, but to the extent that that's true, like it's almost like pointless to to get like super worked up about it. And and I think that like people making taking it as a joke are probably taking the right tack on that because because yeah. i mean i don't know it's hilarious to me that they're having a shouting match over tiktok like, yeah just, i mean it, it's funny but it's also it's just like <sighs> like we're, we've had we've had over three vietnams worth of dead americans yeah and, and this uh, is what we're focused and on. this is what we're worried about this is the thing the yelling match they're having in the white yeah. house as i keep saying things, things eye, on normal. The ball. eye on the ball <laughs> Speaking of, uh, listen, Jack. Listen, listen. Uh, <laughs> Boy, could my dad I, drive a car. I, I, pro <laughs> I probably shouldn't say that. You know, <laughs> we're, we're, we, we have, have an earnest plea. <laughs> listen, listen, Joe. Yeah. Joe. I have no empathy. Oh, wait, wrong one. 
Give me a break. This, we no, decided we, we were going to change the world, and we did. Listen, yeah. Papa, it, Papa, Joe. Uncle Joe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hit it, Joe. We've got a proposition for you from the um, council at the Institute of... Wait, what's it called? Dang it, I screwed the, it up. <laughs> the council at the, the Institute of the Center for Politics and Science. Yes! Yes! That, that. The, where our foundation is, um, you know, we're shopping around for endorsing presidential candidates. And if you want to win our endorsement um, and, and our individual, like I, Aaron Goodwin, would endorse Joe Biden if, if. he just became the train president. Yes. Become the train president. That's all you got to do. All you got to do is say, listen, uh, under my presidency, we're going to we're going to pave. We're just going to have a bunch of high speed rail. We're going to start building lots of infrastructure. I feel like this is the easy sell like this. Like what this is the thing. We know Joe likes trains. Boy, could his dad drive a train. Ooh, yeah. You know, I mean, we know he loves Amtrak. So his son is the American track um, president. What is he? The best boy. Best boy, something like He's that. Somewhere yeah. on there. He's the caboose yeah. of the Amtrak. I did watch, I watched a video from Vice News this week um, about how our infrastructure is crumbling and how um, in the past, when um, economies have faltered in other com- countries, they turn to massive infrastructure investment yeah. to ah, basically yeah, yeah. you know generate the yeah. same activity. Mm-hmm. Like It's kind of an easy win. And indeed, the person that they, Vice interviewed for this this video was, I guess, the guy who was in charge of infrastructure on Trump's transition team who put yeah. together this plan of like, here's all these things we need to do. And they were just like, huh, yeah, OK, buddy. And he's like, <laughs> the guy was like, I think if Trump had actually done any of the infrastructure stuff, he'd be in a lot better shape for the election this November because yeah. it's like yeah. an easy win. You just you lay down rails, you pave roads for, for people and then people see that the government is doing things, you know, yeah, it's not that hard, but. They yeah. don't care about that, right? Right. They, no. Well, they don't, and they want like public-private partnerships for things like that. But the and, only you know, they, the the only thing they think about is how can I how can I make my rich friends happy? Right. That's yeah. It. How do we? That's how it. do we? All this money that we have for infrastructure, how do we divert that to my rich friends? That's all well, it is. I don't so, know. Joe, become the train president, and we'll we'll tell everyone to become, vote for you. Become our big infrastructure boy. This is our final offer. I have no idea what I'm doing I was not prepared for this I'm trying and I'm learning Thank you for your patience There's so many mistakes I have already made But I'm working to be better day by day And I think I'm gonna make it But for now I'll say I have no idea what I'm doing I have no idea what I'm doing